Welcome everyone, Dylan Jamelli here today with a brand new video for you. So this is a follow-up video. I recently did a video on the SARMs with the least amount of suppression. So obviously, we got to follow that up with the SARMs with the most amount of suppression. But before we get into that, just a big thank you and shout out to everybody supporting the channel. Your likes, your comments, your subs. I cannot thank you enough. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, please hit like, please share whatever you can do to support the channel to help it grow. And the content's just going to keep flowing. I'm going to be producing more and more and more, and it's only going to get, you know, more mass produced, and it's going to be even better quality. So that being said, let's jump into this topic. It's very, very important. I get questions about this constantly. I have over a decade of coaching experience, and and that is with people with their diets, their training, and their cycle of guidance. I've been doing it forever, and I monitor blood work, and so I, and not only do I Am I heavily involved in forums and, you know, different message boards and everywhere else where I can talk with people, compare and contrast? I'm not making this video without a pretty good amount of knowledge on this, and that is firsthand experience. Um, so, and a lot of these, they're very close, but I can assure you these are the top five. Um, there are some, and, and I talked about this in the SARMs with the least amount of suppression, you know, several of those aren't even technically really SARMs. They're just grouped with SARMs. Um, there really are no SARMs, like just actual SARMs that don't have at least slight suppression. You know, MK2866, S4, those are on the lighter side. The ACP105, lighter side. Even my number five here isn't horrible when it comes to the suppression. But, you know, I had to fit something in on the list. So, but in general... All SARMs, actual SARMs, have a small amounts of suppression, but it's not even remotely near steroids, except for a couple on this list. Um, and that's when you got to weigh out your options and see what's best for you. But even some on this list, they're more moderate to lower, you know, and especially comparing to steroids, it's not even close. So let's, I just want to keep that straight. But I also don't want to, I see people posting oftentimes online, well, that doesn't even have suppression or it's so minimal you don't need a PCT. That's not true. Anything that has some slight suppression, you should run a, a mini PCT. So I, I don't, and I've never sat here and said SARMs don't have suppression. Um, some people will throw that at me. I'll say there are these that don't have any, which is GW5015160742, that two SRs, 9009 and 9011, and MK677, but they're not technically SARMs. They're just sold with SARMs and grouped as SARMs. So, anyway, enough of that. Let's get into the list. Number five is RAD140 and 150, since they're exactly similar, aside from one being, you know, having the, the longer ester attached to it, um, but it's the suppression, at least from what I've seen, obviously I've seen far more blood work on 140 than I have 150, but I haven't, I've, I've even ran 150 myself and I haven't seen any uh, difference, although I don't count because I'm on TRT, but the I've you know seen now a, a good amount of people that have reported blood work back to me and it's pretty damn similar with most. Um, so... I guess for me, I was looking more on the cholesterol side and, you know, different uh, things like that, little markers that sometimes RAD 140 and 150 can affect. And I, I didn't, it was very similar on how things turned out uh, on my end. But anyway, 
140 and 150, they're on the more moderate side of suppression. I, I have them in strictly the mini PCT category. I don't see the need to run a full post-psychotherapy, and I am over-aggressive when it comes to recovery. You know, with the mini PCT, I've done a video on SARMS PCT. I recommend that you do one SERM, either Clovid or Novadex, and I always have GW501516 in the PCT for several reasons. One, because it helps with cortisol. Two, it's great on blood pressure and cholesterol. Three, it's non-suppressive, and it allows you to perform at the highest level possible, which you definitely need during post-cycle therapy. And you can run a testosterone booster in PCT. Look. There are plenty of people out there that will say like on a 2866 cycle or an S4 cycle, just run a test booster. I'm not one of those people. I don't recommend that. That's up to you. And if your blood work's turned out fine, and I've seen some people that has, I still don't like it. Um, I I'd certainly think there's benefit to having a, a booster the last four weeks of your cycle, you know, heading into PCT. You don't need HCG on a SARM cycle. Um, but the, the the boosters, you know, if you get a good one, that'll work great at that moment. And you certainly can use it in PCT. But 140 and 150, um, you know, unless it's a heavy, heavy stack, that's mini PCT category. All right. Now, the next four, well, I'll say this. The, the top two, I personally recommend a full PCT for, and I can argue number three. Uh, but three and four generally are still moderate. Um, but, the, well, three can be considered a little more, and I've seen it worse. I've got LGD4033 at number four, all right? I've seen LGD since its inception on the market, and it does have more suppression, and it is in the moderate category, but I, I don't, I have never, and I, I listen, if you want to run a full PCT, by all means, I'm not going to say don't. I'm just going to tell you it's not absolutely necessary unless it's a really heavy stack. Um, I've seen plenty of blood work recover just fine with one serum and just, you know, GW or a testosterone booster. I don't see the need to run two serums with it at all or run, you know, any sort of uh, aromatase inhibitor and, and any of that in PCT. Um, but 4033, you know, you keep an eye on it. Don't overdo the dosing. And sometimes, you know, some of these SARMs companies, they'll over or underdose, And sometimes you have no idea what you're getting and you could actually be taking a lot more. So keep the blood work pre, mid and post cycle. But I, I have it at number four. It's still, you know, higher than most. Um, but it's still not terrible either. Number three is arguable. Number three is YK11. Um, I've seen YK11 ran alone and blood work not show extreme suppression. And I've seen it ran alone and I've seen blood work show pretty good amount of suppression where I said, yeah, you know, so I'm not going to say decisively about running a full PCT in a mini. I have generally seen people be okay with a mini, but I will oftentimes tell people, you know, hit that full PCT if you feel the need or your blood works a little low. Um, and always look at your FSH and LH too, because a lot of times those don't drop with SARMs. And while your test number may, if those aren't dropping too low, it's, you know, or dropping at all, sometimes you won't see it drop at all, but you'll see that the overall number changed and you're sitting pretty good unless it's just bottomed out your overall number. And so that's something that it, it depends, but always, always keep an eye on the FSH and LH. All right. That, that, those are good indications and markers of truly how suppressive you uh, suppressed you are. But also, if your number total numbers bottomed out, then obviously you know, and you just need to use your your head on where you're normally at and, and how low you do get. 
So YK11's arguable. I'm not going to sit here and act totally decisive about it. Um, I generally think a mini is going to do the trick. Unless you're stacking it, then you might want to just consider it. Um, and it does have a, a, a little bit of methylation in it too. So remember that you need to protect yourself. Um, kidneys, blood pressure, liver, um, you know, cholesterol. Just make sure that you're taking an all-in-one protectant or at least monitoring it and taking care of that. Now the next two... Um, I believe that you need a full PCT with, for sure, number one, that's not even arguable. There, There's no argument there. Um, but number two, I still believe that you should run a full PCT with. That is LGD 3303. Seems to be a lot more suppressive than 4033. Seems to be stronger in general. Um, I'm going to be using that one myself. I haven't personally used that one yet, but I am in the next couple weeks actually going to start that one because I just finished a few weeks ago um, on a different stack. And I don't want to overdo it. And I'm kind of just sticking to just SARMs right now um, and running the newer ones that I never ran before because my comfort levels were a lot lower than they are now at this time. And I've talked about that several times. So 3303, I personally think you should run a full PCT with. There's a good amount of suppression there. I've seen it time and time again with people. Uh, most people, I tell them, just go ahead and hit that full PCT. Don't even, don't even mess around with it. Um, that's my recommendation on that. And that's a, that's definitely a strong number two on this list, but number one, it's not even close. It's not even arguable. It's S23. And I think most of you probably gathered that. Look, S23's nickname is male contraceptive. So that should tell you alone right there. Now, recovery on S23 is nothing like steroids. It actually, people recover pretty damn quick if they run the full PCT and the, the, you get your numbers back really quick with S23, most people. It's not like where the recovery is longer with the steroid that fully suppresses you. So that's a plus. But while you're running it, that bad boy is going to drop you down to nothing. All right, It is heavily, heavily suppressive. So that one is far and away number one. It's not arguable. Anybody that's been around it or used it knows this. You know the nicknames. You know the stories. You've seen them all. That's what it's known for, aside from the mega results that it gets. It's very comparable to, to any you know, more mild steroid, especially. I'll, I'll put it up against like a Tarina Ball or a Winstraw all day long. I will. And, and I'll take that bet. I'm not going to tell you it's stronger than, than Tren or you know Deca or something like that, but I'll put it up against the more mild, moderate ones. Absolutely. I mean, S23, let's just keep it real, just should be a steroid. Uh, period, or labeled as one, but hey, it's a SARM, it's structured that way, and that's what you get with it, and you need to run a full post-cycle therapy with it, but you can get some badass gains with it as well, but go about it the right way, or you'll ruin the cycle, so there you have it, the most suppressive SARMs, now we've got the most, with the least amount of suppression, and the ones with the most amount of suppression, so compare, contrast, watch, listen, learn, implement, and I, I truly hope that I am providing you with the proper knowledge base to help you not only reach but surpass your goals in the healthiest way possible. So that being said, stay tuned for plenty more to come. Dylan Jamelli, signing off.